You know, we had the, the zone card with the huge doubleheader. We had Jojo Diaz versus uh, Rakimov, and then we had Patrick Teixeira uh, facing Brian Castaño. Uh, before those fights, though, I mean, obviously they had their standard matchroom fights or anything like that. And, you know, they weren't anything, I mean, they were just your standard, like, status quo fights. You know, Beck the Bully, you know, he scored a, a, a vicious body body shot knockout. And then Shane Mosley Jr., he's still at it for some odd reason. He's still Shane doing Mosley it. Shane Mosley Jr. looked good. The best I've ever seen Shane Mosley look like. I Agreed. Like finally turned the corner. Like, he was loose. He was punching, throwing bombs. He was moving his head, trying to apply, you know, uh, apply a little slickness in his game. He still got caught a couple times, but you know this he did. Um, he was really digging in with them left hooks, the right hands. He was targeting the dudes, uh, swelling. Solid performance, um, real, real good. Close the show. He's not ready for a title shot, but let him get two more performances looking like that, and hey, let him rumble. Hell, I mean, hell, I, I'll say you know try to get try to get a rematch with Brandon Adams again. And see if they can actually right the wrong on that one. See if we can actually, yeah. you know, and then and then after and then push them towards a, maybe a title shot, you know. But uh, but you know it was a good stoppage. Like I mean, do had that dude's eye looking like a tennis ball. So you know it, it was it, it, it was it was definitely good. It was definitely a, a good stoppage. But somehow, some way, I, I just have a feeling that Shane Shane Junior will probably falter unexpectedly. But I mean. But I'll give I'll give him a prop. So he, he he did he, he he did what he had to do uh, that night there, and he looked good doing it. Yeah, I think he I think he finally settled in on a style. Like, you know, he's not. I mean, he's, he he's not like a little terminus to it. Yeah, and, he's, and, he's, and not really not trying to fight like his father. Like, I mean, I mean, truthfully, who can? <laughs> yeah, <Milton> Taylor. <laughs> That's also facts too, and then you know, and then we had the final fight on there on the undercard. We had Ronnie Rios facing Oscar Negrete, and man, you know, talk about a body punch clinic. You know, Ronnie Rios tenderized that Negrete's body, like Negrete. You know, he, he brings the fades or whatever, but for whatever reason, like Rios. Rios's activity and punching just had that dude in a holster. Like he couldn't do anything about it except absorb all types of body punishment. Yeah, he just marched forward and just continued the onslaught for the whole fight. Yeah, like how Negretti didn't go down at least once from that body from those body shots is beyond me. Like I was like, it's like, yo, this dude must have like an iron stomach or something like that, or he's just or he's used to taking body shots. But it's iron body, like. He he took a lot of punishment, was still able to throw hard shots back. And it's just he never was able to get into the fight. He still tried to remain competitive, but no, he, he just yeah, his toughness on a whole nother level. Like Yeah, he yeah, he, he, he just simply just got ate up. He, like he, he he couldn't do anything about it. Like, you know, 
you know, Ronnie, Ronnie Rivera had a game plan and he stuck to it. You know, and uh, I mean, he damn near blanked him. Like, I mean, I, 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 I don't think I can give Negretti like I didn't give Negretti like one round in that fight. It was, it was a beatdown skunking. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like sometimes you need fights like that too. Like, and especially for Ronnie Reyes, who you know I know is trying to make his comeback. I mean, they really, they really pushed the story. Um, um, during the uh, you know during the the announcement, and surprisingly, the announcers were not that bad. Like usually, I usually you know we I usually complain about that, but I think they managed to actually stick to actually calling a fight. You know, yeah, everybody did. Even, even when, they, well, and when and when when they didn't make stupid off remark comments that were uh, like like stupid pop culture references that they got all wrong. But other than that. Oh yeah, yeah, like the, the like the Bruce Lee one. Uh, Bruce Lee came with Jabbar were Enter the Dragon, and it's like, oh, yeah, I was like, no, that's not, and that's that's definitely not Enter the Dragon. It's Game of Death, you asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, Game of Death is one of my favorite movies, so I was like, I was naturally, I was, I was appalled. I was like, no, this is unacceptable. Like, you know, so someone just, I mean, they have, they have phones. They could have Google that shit. <laughs> yeah, actually. You want that damn um, kick dude into one of them fucking lockers like how dude did him in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, get that shit right, motherfucker. Bam! Kick him into the locker. Like. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give them, outside of that, you know, that horrible mistake, I mean, I'll give them their props, though. They actually stuck to what they were talking about for the most part. And I didn't know, and like, I didn't say once, like, how bad they were. So like you know, props to them. You know, they, you know, hopefully they can actually continue to do that shit. Yeah, like I said, commentary for the weekend was, was pretty solid. Like even even ESPN was on point. Like I, I didn't I didn't get annoyed with anybody. Like you know, I think the boxing was just as a whole just too good for anybody yeah. to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. I think I think now because the fights weren't they weren't like throwaways or anything like that. So I think everyone was on point and like the zone. It, 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 I mean, you know, especially you know, for the zone, like they because well, the they fight of the year and they'll fuck it up. So <laughs> true. I mean, look how bad they sounded on uh, Triple G uh, Derby and Chenko. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. They, I mean, dudes were annihilating each other, but they were talking some stupid shit. Yeah, it was like god awful. So, so you know, they can't fuck up the word. <laughs> Absolutely. And then after you know, like Rio still, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be a problem at 122. Like you know, get him in the mix there. Like I mean, dude, dude will make for some incredibly fun fights. And same thing with McGregor too. But you know, he probably needs to go back to the drawing board a little bit, or at least let his yeah, yeah, give him a uh, yeah, let's say he. Fucking uh, jobber plan right now. Yeah, he definitely took a lot of punishment. Really pissing blood right now. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Like, if he's not pissing blood, he's he's a lucky guy, you know. But yeah, I mean, that because that body yeah. is vicious. <laughs> and and then you know we have the fight that most of us were all waiting for: Patrick Teixeira versus Brian Castaño. Because if you heard us in the previews. You know, like this fight will would will determine like how 154 will probably move, and just from from the from the opening bell, Brian Castaño like he fought like a man on a mission, like Damn. he didn't allow sure to breathe like at all. Like you know, there was like I mean he he, he I mean for being the smaller guy like you know 
yeah, Tashira just couldn't do anything with him. Like, <laughs> you know, Tashira was just like, like, like he tried to stand his ground, he couldn't do it because Kasari was just hitting him. It was just a simple strategy, you know, smother him and hit him. Yeah, I, I texted him. Fight him, fight him close, fight him on the inside. What he did. Castaño beat his ass from the mid range and inside yeah. the hole. Yeah, I, I I texted LB after like the fourth round. I'm like, this might be a knockout with the way with at the rate that it's going. Because Tashera should have stopped it. Like, especially the last couple rounds. Like, he he took years off that man's career with that type of beating. Yeah, but uh, to me, uh, Tashera didn't really falter onto the Finally, last round. The last time. Yeah, no, he didn't falter. He didn't falter. But like it looked like he might just crumble just because of the accumulation. He was taking way too much punishment. He was getting hurt them, them last couple rounds. He was taking way too much. Like every time there was a volley of punches, he was eating like three at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Clean. Yeah, Dude was controlling nothing. Yeah, was a man on a fucking mission. Like he and he and I, and I was like, I, was, I told LB too. I was like, yo, like that's what was a full out assault. <laughs> like, like, yeah, he barely escaped alive. Yeah, Kashani was like, you know what? I'm about to put an exclamation on this fight and on this title. You know, like Sheryl was like, he was he was wobbling all over the fucking ring in the twelfth round, like catching so many. That's what breaks. I'm saying. Like, like honestly, this this is one of those examples where y'all can see. The twelve skunk was was worse than the damn Curtis Stevens knockout. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I give to share credit because he's a he's a tough son of a bitch. So like, what he you know he, that, that was and that was the reason why I I originally my prediction was that he was gonna uh, that Castano was gonna you know outbox him and just beat him up for twelve rounds because I know as, as for 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 as many holes as Shara has in his defense, pause. He makes up for it in just absolute toughness. He's just he's a tough son of a gun. Yeah, because I mean, when he won the title, like he was able to rally in the second half of the fight, you know, scored a knockout against Adamus. But yeah, he was not able to do it here. Like, because yeah, what I said on that last podcast, Adamus is no Castaño. Yeah, two different fighters. <laughs> two different <laughs> levels of fighters. <laughs> also facts. You know, and you know, and yeah, Cassano, like that, that ass whooping was so free. Like, I mean, everyone at the sheriff's kind of knew that that title was gone. Like, you know, like the sheriff was like, he could barely stand, like, the ass whooping was so thorough. You know, it was just like, I mean, you, you hate to see the sheriff, like, because you know, he was a one and done champion, just lose his belt in first title defense. But, you know, Ryan got me the way of 154. It is. Shit or get off the pot. Absolutely, you know, yeah, and the, and the scores like you know one twenty one one twenty one oh eight one nineteen one oh nine, and then the one seventeen one eleven. You know? I don't know who who fuckers gave him them three rounds. I mean, there were like maybe a couple of swing rounds in the fight that you could say, okay, you nah, want to get I didn't see that one round for. Yeah, I can give. I think I think maybe I can understand like one round because I think there was one round to share. Maybe rock. one round. Share rock stop. Yeah, Tashira rocked Castano in one round, like for a minute. For like, I don't remember which round, but I give him that round. But other than that, no. you you could give him the one mercy round, but three is like, nah, stop. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, no. Congratulations to Brian Castano. Like, I mean, he 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 fought like he wanted that belt. 
And, you know, now he's the WBO 154 champion. Because he did want that belt. <laughs> he did. He really did. And I think everyone else wanted that belt. Fucking Jamel Charles had that tweet out before the fight. It's like, yo, you know, it's like, yo, bring that belt back. So, so, we can, so we can avoid the politics. You know, he, so now we have, uh, now, so now we have a 154 four belt unification brewing. Uh, you know, Castano and. this Yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm just waiting. Like, you know what? Like, if they sign this shit within, within the month, then I'm gonna be like, okay, 154 is definitely the division. I mean, I mean, Castano and his manager. Castano and his manager were saying they want it like they're they're negotiating like now and they want it for like July August. And uh, yeah, and, I, and yeah, I, I I approve too. Shit, you know, make that fight, you know, and um, yeah, Castano and he even said that in English too because I know there was an interview that I saw that he gave in English talking about he wanted that fight, you know. So like the, I like the mindset. It's like they're they're all thinking right. It's not, it's not, it's not, it doesn't happen in boxing all the time, but everyone seems to be thinking right with this fight, you know, so, shit, you know, Charlo, Castaño, man, and that's a main event. It really should be on regular Fox. It should, but it's not, obviously, we're not, we're not, I mean, they're definitely not going to, I mean, it's going to be on pay-per-view, or it's going to be on some pay-per-view card, they're probably going to do another Charlo doubleheader or some shit like that. And you know this, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we gonna get a uh, big Charlo versus Eubanks as the uh, co-main, and uh, Diet Charlo versus Castano as the main event. Yeah, that, yeah, and then because because they're, they're gonna try to find a way, they're gonna try to figure out to make this money. Because I mean, if they stack the paper, the role on the undercard. Who else? Who else? Um, um... Can we get uh, Neri on the undercard? Bring back Herd. Where the where the heck is Herd been? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bring back Herd. Are we gonna get a Herd J Rock fight? The rematch? <laughs> you know, he's not thinking about no J Rock. Then we not thinking about putting him on this card. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do some other bullshit somewhere else. Like you had your tune up with uh, the other Swift, and y'all rubbed off on each other. <laughs> Oh, no more damn PBC homeroom. Yes. Swifts of a feather tune up together. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but you know, I mean, I'm I'm holding, I'm, I'm gonna be positive and say, hey, PBC is gonna do the right thing, and they're, they're gonna make this fight, and it's gonna be accessible. You know, somebody, yeah, yeah. I'm Showtime accessible. <laughs> yeah. Showtime accessible. Fox, I mean, if it's Fox accessible, then I'll really give them props for it. Cause Lord knows they need some actual good fights on that shit. Yeah, like honestly, they setting it up like this to be crazy good as a Fox main event. And you mm-hmm. did the whole shebang as the four fight, the four title build unification. You could go back into the vault and start replaying all the other the one fifty four fights. Like you could make you could make Jamel a, a household name if, if they did it right. Exactly, you know, and I know. I mean, I know they're definitely thinking about. You know, they they definitely want that to happen. You know, and then obviously they'll only strengthen. I mean, I mean, if Charlo actually goes ahead and does actually get all one fifty four belts, 
Then obviously that'll, that'll, I mean that's a shift in the pound for pound list. Like dude will go up. Better to put them on regular TV and and and, and could possibly get a million viewers than shit, probably a million and a half. Like if they build that shit, at least like a million and a half and shit. Yeah, you could probably get two million. I just said a million for at the the bottom. You know, that's way more than he'll get for pay per view. Pay per view, people will talk about how great a card it was, but only seventy five thousand people would have bought it. Yeah, and that and that's a fortune. That's what and that's what the happened to the Charles doubleheader. I mean, that shit only got one hundred twenty thousand, one hundred twenty thousand buys, and that shit was a loaded card too, which was awful. They're gonna have to put him pair him up with other stars or, or something like they used to do that before like now's the time you put Jamel Charlo you know in tank as a double header yeah and, and you know and, and that shit and that shit was so crazy like you know it would it, it would but it's like they're not created with the mess with the uh with the with the with the marketing and shit no more like they try to make everybody uh it's like they're trying to do what Hearn does, like give everybody an individual date. Like, okay, I don't want Joshua and Andre to fight the same night. Hmm. <laughs> like, why not? Like, yeah, exactly. Why not? But anyways, man, let's get into this main event. Um, yeah, Jojo Diaz and Shafkat Rakimov. Now, before the fight, unfortunately, Jojo Diaz decided, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna weigh in, and I'm gonna be almost four pounds overweight. And in the state of California, if you're more than two pounds overweight, they don't allow you to cut. And so JoJo Diaz lost his belts on the scale, lost his belt on the scales, which was absolutely, which is, I mean, you know, that's one of the few things that that's like a pet peeve to me. You know, you can't be losing your belt because it means you just, you know, you lost your discipline, especially losing it by four pounds, almost four pounds. Jeez. The funny part is uh, last month there was a Instagram uh, picture with um, Jojo working out with um, Red Cash and dude looked like hella like sloppy in that like in that picture like he looked like he was overweight and somebody commented on it on it and then Jojo like commented back like like to the guy like yeah like I, I know what I'm doing well obviously you didn't know what you were doing because look at the results I'm saying like yeah like I mean, I mean, he looked like he probably cut at least like forty or fifty pounds because dude looked like he dude looked like fat in that picture, you know. But um, yeah, he didn't cut he didn't cut enough weight, so yeah, you, you know. can tell like the um, JoJo they spent more time in the gym, you know, training to lose weight than training on a strategy. Like, and I felt he won, but I felt like he could have looked sharper. Yeah, I think that yeah, that was that's and that's the thing about that fight. Rakimov, like I think in the he controlled most of the middle rounds. Like I think he won it just maybe off activity if you want to call it that. But in the last three or four rounds, Jojo Diaz broke I mean, he I think he he I think he, he personally I thought he evened it up or if you wanted to give him the give him the fight, I wouldn't even disagree with that. But I feel like Jojo could have stopped him if he was sharper. Like yeah. He was like landing, like like honestly, all the clean punches, the head snapping punches, the hurting punches, seemed like they came from JoJo. But the other guy was known as the puncher. 
Well, no, but I'm saying though, no, it wasn't. Rakimov was hitting the dude because I mean Diaz was bleeding first. Like Diaz had the cut yeah, in the nose. He was getting hit, but it's like a lot of times they would hit gloves, they would hit around the gloves, they would hit through the gloves. He wasn't getting hit with like clean shots that JoJo was landing on him. He wasn't landing clean on JoJo like that. I mean, truthfully, they were both landing on each other. Like Rakimov. I mean, Rakimov. I know that. I'm, I'm saying the quality of punches is different. Like. JoJo's punches were, were were a higher quality than Ragamuff. Yeah, but Ragamuff wasn't bleeding from any from any of Jada's punches. Like they were that doesn't mean punches. his punches are higher quality. Nigga, everybody's face is different. Like you, you moving the goalposts now. now. I'm not moving the goalposts. Diaz got fucked up by his punches too. Like I'm not saying like I mean, I'm not saying he didn't. I'm saying he wasn't. Get, he didn't get hit with the same quality of punches. I'm not saying he didn't get. He was getting hit. It was a close fight. Like. 115, 113, but it wasn't no fucking damn life or death war or nothing. Like, no, it wasn't. No, it definitely was not war, though. But I mean, it was mostly like, you he know, had, he had his ebb and flow. But right. I feel like JoJo had more ebbs yeah. and flow. I mean, ebb and flow, but I mean, that's also because Rakamov kind of had it, he had it, and he let it slip out of his hands in the in the past four rounds. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, what are you doing? I was like, Frank, I was like, yo, move your hands, like, yo, this is a championship round, Joe. You gotta move your hands, like, you want that belt, you know? I didn't JoJo know was sharper. He could have took more advantage of that. Yeah, this is yeah, that's definitely where Diaz is like experience of pedigree because Diaz knew he had a close strong and he close strong like that and that was impressive because that he wasn't really in the best of condition and Rakimov was just like you know it's like he, he just he, was, he got too tentative for all for, for all the wrong at the wrong time he gassed Rakimov gassed at the end of the fight like you could tell he was really like just not there like he he, he lost his energy goodness, man. He ain't never been all those rounds in his life like that. I think one time. Yeah, one time he went 10 rounds, I think, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. No one ever landed all those damn precision counters on his ass either. Probably. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's, that man was getting lit up. Like, he was the one getting hurt. Like, I think Dodo, like, I almost, I almost want to see them fight again, but I know that's not going to happen. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, I mean. Obviously, they gave uh, the um, two judges scored the uh, scored the fight a draw, and another one had a one fifty one thirteen for Diaz. And you know, and then I think that was like the score. I know when me and LB were discussing, like you know, those were the scores. You know, but what the the fuckery though was uh, the judges. All three judges in the last two rounds gave those last two rounds to Rakimov, which is the reason why he got the draw. <laughs> See, and those fucking judges are What fight were they watching? What was they? I was like, well, what were they watching? It, it, it was fucked up, too. It was See, when you know that, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I feel like JoJo got shafted again. Like, and it's like JoJo always fight through these damn adversity-type situations, and he dig deep, and he got the credit for it with Farmer. Those were clear. Those were clear JoJo Diaz rounds at the end. Like the they last went to Joe, Like what were they watching? Exactly. They sure were. You know, but it, it's fight, fight. Pat, Pat be watching fights. Man, nigga, whatever. You know, but nah, it, nah, cause they, they, you, 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 they saw the same ass whooping that you saw JoJo got. Well, I mean, I also said that I mean, I, that's uh, what you were saying earlier. Like, so, yeah, no, but I also said that the fight was a draw, or JoJo actually could have could have gotten the nod. I didn't say Rakimov won, you know. But JoJo did. But get I'm scared. saying the way the way you were describing this shit, like, like 
Yeah, but Jojo, yeah, but Jojo did get hands put on him. I even told you that the night of the fight, like Jojo was getting hands put on him. Okay, which fighter was getting his head fucking looking like a rock and sock and robot? I mean, they both, but Rock and Buff was more. Oh, no, no, which, which guy was getting his head snapped back repeatedly? Yeah, Rackamore late in the fight. He was okay, yeah, okay. Back. That's why I want you. You trying to play obtuse with this shit? Like you know it, dog. You know. It. Yeah, no, but I'm not. I'm not saying that you know Jojo was like you know. I mean the the punches that Rackamore was hitting like they like they, they were heavy handed punches, but you know Jojo wasn't like you know not getting. Jojo the punch, was like, taking them shits like they weren't really doing nothing like that. Yeah, but the dude did an interview with his with so the eyes, with a bloody shots. mouth, a bloody nose, and a cut eye. Like, where's that shit come from? This nigga didn't headbutt. Dude, him you up said heavy hands, off. right? You said heavy hands, right? Yeah, rack him up. Like rack him up was hit, hit him with some shit, you know. But the you, thing if, is, you, the, if you have heavy hands, that's what's gonna happen when you have heavy hands. You don't have to hit somebody with the cleanest, best, most accurate. Yeah, no, but head snapping, blood, bro. Head snapping, blood. Head snapping, blood. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, none. I mean, I mean, one is to me. The if you're if you're bleeding from punches, like you know, you're getting hit with some shit. I mean, both of them took their licks. So I don't know what y'all like, what y'all arguing about because both of them boys took their licks. Yeah, they did. They did. They they sure did. <laughs> you know, and then Diaz though. I mean, at first, like you know, Diaz was all apologetic about losing, about missing weight and shit like that. But that whole change in the post fight interview. Dude was, was just like, like this shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, dude. I think dude was irritated. I think the draw really brought the fuckery in him. He was like, "Fuck this bullshit!" He was like, look, I couldn't make this fuck away. I wasn't gonna make this way. I didn't have no sauna. I couldn't use a gym. You know, they had gym had like a treadmill in there. <laughs> nigga, nigga, please, like. <laughs> Yeah, 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 dude, he, yeah he was dude. making a lot of like I don't know it was like this wasn't the weekend for interviews it, it was the weekend <laughs> for fights. Yeah, I'm just horrible from people. Yeah, I was like someone, someone, into, and then the deal, and then the zone had been. Well, I apologize for all the rough language that Jojo Diaz was using. <laughs> Even the dude that was interviewing him like was like giving him that oh brother look like <laughs> you can tell he was I not. I go back to being real like this though. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it, it was, yeah, you, you, you got, you got to admire the realness, but I was like, yo, dog, like, you missed weight, like, at the end of the day, like, you missed weight, and you missed weight badly, and you lost your belt, so. Yeah, that's on nobody but you, you, yeah. take, take the full yeah, weight, off You know what I'm saying, so, the belt remains, you know, the belt remains. Yeah, but, but, uh, yeah, I feel like, you know. Rackamall's getting an, another shot. Rackamall's getting another shot at the title. He is. You know, the IBF ordered that fight quickly, you know, so, I mean, he, he's facing the cat that initially beat Tevin Farmer, but tested positive, the, the Asia cat, but he tested yeah, positive. The, the Kenichi dude? Yeah, the Kenichi Ogawa. Uh, he, he's the one that... Poor, poor Farmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Farmer just got asked out, like, you know, no, no one's putting... Like, Farmer had been talking his shit after JoJo blew weight. But no one's putting no type of respect on Farmer's name right now. <laughs> he blew his moment. Like honestly, his moment was the tank fight. Like people got to stop blowing their momentum. Like everything was set up for him to fight Tank. They should have did everything they could have to make that fight. Yeah, I mean, I mean, imagine a Terry Farmer fight that ever that actually had casual attention, <laughs> which. You know, it had it had all the right attention to actually make. And it would have made him a star. It would have damn 
made him go to a higher pay bracket for his fights if he would have fought Tank at that moment. And, and it's funny because he, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't even have a matchroom deal because he, he satisfied his matchroom. He was a free agent. Like, dude literally had no... He wasn't politically bound anymore. He he, he fulfilled his contract. Like, he was good. And then he risked his... He, he spends that time, you know, making a fight with Jojo Diaz. And, and damn near making that fight almost fall through. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, and, and what comes out of it? And then, you know, you know, Jojo Diaz, he, you know, he goes into Tevin Farmer footsteps and slacks off and has trouble with the waiting and all that shit. And, you know, he wins, but, you know, he don't look good enough like how he should have, like, especially after losing the title. So. Right. Yeah, it's like, man, 130, man. Just, man, just throw that whole, just throw all that shit away. Yeah, I mean, well, 130 at least now. I mean, now, of course, I mean, we have Purcell Valdez, like we talked about the night before. So, I mean, we'll see the, how the that. Leftovers you talked about the night before? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, now you want to make it sound good. Get out of here, nigga. Nah. No, it is leftovers. Like, we're we're going to see what happens with, with that mm. at 130. Like, you know, if it's going to end up how we think it's going to end up. And, and then we just throw the division away? Probably, yeah, we need to. <laughs> At this point, I mean, I mean, we're not getting. I mean, yeah, uh, this, look, you either gonna stay at one twenty six or you gonna go to one thirty five. Yeah, yeah, because uh, one thirty one thirty is going far too long without one unification. But I think it's probably like I mean, one thirty seems like there's enough meaningful fights. Like, I mean, you already know my unification. You already know my opinion on one thirty for the past I don't know ten years. Fuck that division. Well, no, I mean, 130, no, 130 was dope. I mean, we, I've praised 130, like, 130 used to be one of them real nigga divisions, but once them niggas got too beaten up and worn down by their wars, it changed to what we have today. Because <laughs> like, the guy who cleaned up the division by beating up all everybody, uh, beating up all the beat up guys, he didn't want to beat up nobody else. Exactly. <laughs> So now he's beating up on a younger beat up guy, and here we are. Here we are. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I mean, yeah, one thirty is a miss. Although we did have a good one thirty fight under the Golden Boy card, you know, with Roger Gutierrez and Rene Alvarado. Like they're, they're, they have times of life that oh, yeah, yeah. the GameStop version of that. Though. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing. It's like you don't get these fights from the marquee names. Right, and like, we like, need it. at one fifty four. You get at one fifty four. You get good fights from all the marquee names, all the good names, all the top ten guys, top fifteen guys. You get good fights. At lightweight, you know, we, we was kind of getting, we was getting good fights with the the marquee names and people, the recognizable names. At, at one thirty, it's like, you know. Yeah, I mean, whatever like, happens, it's random stage selection. Yeah, like I mean, we have Bursell Valdez, and then at the end of the month, we have Herring defending his belt against Carl Frampton, and they you know. And see, that's a good start, but then it's like, at the end of the year, are the winners going to face each other? Yeah, no. That's a two week. That's probably going to be a no, but but it should because you're like, damn, okay, y'all are kind of getting something to going. You guys have you, you. You almost look like you're trying to get something together, and then y'all just gonna make it fizzle out. 
next year y'all gonna talk about double headers with Frampton and, and Burchell and these niggas will never fight each other. Insane, <laughs> <Brand>, yeah. <laughs> On ESPN Plus. <laughs> Adam Lopez is the opener. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, 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 Arnold Barbosa Jr. <laughs> and uh, 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 let me see. Uh, and Flores, yeah, that's that's a good, that's a co main. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it, it's a, it's a, it's it's actually funny how predictable that, that predictable their matchmaking is. But at least it's predictable. At least some of the fights actually come off good, you know. You know, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, one thirty. I mean, I, I'm hoping, hopefully, that they can actually get back to the day. I mean, of actually, get, you know, having some real, you know, some real knockout, dragout fights. But that doesn't look like that's going to happen in any time future. So we're going to have a lot of career moding going on in that division. It's, it's all good. It is. It is what it is. But um, we got 